0: Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome in to the first episode of Real Sports Talk by Naraj Kalia in 2022. Hope you're all doing well. Had a great um, you know, end of the year. Happy New Year to everybody once again. Coming at you now with a, a brand new episode, obviously, a new year. Um, obviously, as I have mentioned, uh, been quite a run with a lot of episodes I've done so far and hopefully this will be another year to keep it going. I do hope. Uh, you know so thank you once again. A lot to get into um as we are winding down for the NFL twenty twenty one season. Uh with week seventeen almost in the books. Uh college football playoffs uh a lot of bowl games took place and You know we once again will be getting a SEC um, you know championship game for the for the national title which SEC rules and it continues to be that way Um, so you know should be interesting to watch how that all goes down you know we'll definitely be looking forward uh, to seeing how that all shakes up I will get into the college football playoff results um, Analysis probably in tomorrow's episode, so uh, you stay tuned for that. As for today's episode, I do want to focus on Week 17 and recap most of Sunday's action, which saw a lot of uh, you know important things, and most playoff spots are clinched, and only a few spots are left. Um, you know, in terms of uh, you know what will be decided in the NFC and the AFC, so. Uh, it will be definitely fun to uh, get into for sure. So let me start with the Buffalo Bills uh, clinching their postseason spot with the 29-15 win over the Atlanta Falcons. Um, pretty uh, big snowy, icy conditions there in Buffalo. Uh, Despite Josh Allen having three interceptions, um, the Bills had a pretty strong running game which allowed them to be the, you know, which kind of proved to be the difference I would say in this game where they were able to get in the end zone on a couple of spots. The second half they played obviously a little bit better, you know, finishing drives off with the running game and Allen not making too many mistakes after that. Um, You know, Matt Ryan and the Falcons just could not have a whole lot of success passing game as much. Um, I believe it was the Falcons for taunting, which you know Matt Ryan should have known better, but it happened. And you know the Bills just did up on defense to get some pressure, get some sacks. Um, the running game was was huge. As I said, this might be something that the Bills have to really rely upon a lot more. Obviously, Allen had one of his. Worst games of the year, but you know, obviously he will have to be much better and play much better um, heading into the last week and then obviously into the postseason. So you just hope that he shakes it off and gets back on track. But the Bills are in, and the question now is, will they be hosting a playoff game or will they be playing away? And that's why Week 18, they're probably going to be playing their starters most likely, as well as playoff positioning and seeding. Chicago Bears 9-3 of the Giants um, you know a game in which the Bears is pretty much a one with their defense being really great putting the offense square position the Giants just continue to look really poor on the offense Not a whole lot of the Giants offense to struggle to move the ball once again um, obviously Joe George was pretty animated in defending the Giants and you know, it is, you know, obviously good to see him talk and say all those things about, you know, not giving up and competing hard and all that, but the result was not a losing season in which they need sweeping changes, I believe, across the, the, you know, offensive staff for sure. You know, Saquon did play okay, but, you know, it didn't come in the time where we needed it. Um, so the Bears made, um, you know, got a win. Name, you know, Giants made Matt Nagy look go at least for one Sunday I don't know that changes Matt Nagy's future in Chicago after this year but you know it's just a game which the Bears were it's much better executed a lot better and stayed in position to score in this game uh, what a game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs as the Bengals won 34-31 uh, the Bengals have several chances at the end uh, to win this one. They decided to go for it um, The thing obviously was thinking was that Mahomes on the other side With a touchdown a couple of holding penalties and you know the Bengals were able to get the game-winning kick there at the end um, well, Such an impressive rookie season and he had a monster game with three touchdowns over 200 yards receiving I mean, he had so many dynamic plays after the catch, um, you know, yards after the catch were really a majority of it, you know, a game in which both offenses has played really well. I mean, I don't think there was a single turnover in this game. Joe Burrow had, um, you know, more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes, you know, the Chiefs obviously have scored so many points in that first half and the second half you saw the Bengals do a much better job at least adjusting and being able to um, not let the Chiefs score uh, too much in the second half. I mean Chiefs got a couple of field goals which you know came in a spot where the Bengals had kind of found some momentum. Joe Burrow had played well and Mixon started to play well as well you know so the Bengals, I gotta give them credit, like I said I thought they were not I thought they would finish last in the division you know my preseason like preview of them and they definitely uh, have flipped it so much their offense really came to play and they were just much better at the end got the last chance at it um, after the Chiefs tied it up and you know the Bengals clinched their first AFC North title most likely will have a chance to host a home playoff game if things go uh, their way um but man you know, what a, what a season for the Bengals with Joe Burrow coming back and Zach Taylor, obviously, having the ability to, you know, coach in a big game like this. There was a signature win for the for the Bengals, and I think that, you know, they are a team that offensively, nobody really wants to play probably in the AFC, uh, because they really proved a lot um, in that game yesterday. As for the Chiefs, that definitely a tough loss because... You know, they obviously had their grip on the number one seed and home field advantage. But now, all of a sudden, it seems like, you know, they would have to really win out and hope for a Tennessee loss next week against Houston uh, to get in as the number one seed. So, they game at home, but the others will be on the road. So, who knows how that will turn out. But Tennessee obviously leaps to the front now as a result of the loss. Um, but what a game overall for, um, you know, both teams, and the Bengals actually rallied twice, they rallied twice in this one, uh, they were down two, two touchdowns twice in this game, and they rallied, and that, really speaks volumes volume, they will to come back and get a huge, huge win, um, as they build momentum towards their first postseason game, on almost, you know, five years or so, I believe, you know, so that'll be definitely a special one, for sure. The Las Vegas Raiders got the 23-20 win for the Indianapolis Colts. What a game between both teams as well as the Raiders got a huge win. And I give the Raiders credit, I thought they were really out of it after the, the losing streak. But they have pieced together some wins here and you know their offense, their defense seems to be getting it done. The running games seems to be getting it done. Uh, they beat the Colts uh, in a pretty tightly contested game. Daniel Carson hit the game-winning field goal um, for the Raiders in this one. Um, you know, the Colts had another strong game from Jonathan Taylor, you know, another strong game from Jonathan Taylor, but, you know, Carson, uh, sorry, uh, Daniel, um, Derek Carr did just enough um, to have a productive day, you know. Obviously, uh, Josh Jacobs did well as well. Zay as Jones kind of referee, to had a touchdown, um, you know, Carson went they play after, obviously, stats being you know, unknown for most of the week, um, you wish that they had been better down to seventeen because, you know, both teams had chances to score and may push their drives ahead. For the Colts, picking up you know, the execution towards the end, you know, not being able to get, you know, go-ahead touchdown. The time the game at 20 to 20, you know. So, I mean, give Raiders me credit. They stayed around, you know, they hung around to give their car one final chance. and and he delivered with a couple of nice throws on the final drive and a couple of plays. And now all of a sudden, uh, you call 9 and 7, Raiders 9 and 7. Um, so man, it sets up a really wild week the team with a lot on the line. For well, the Colts it's simple, if they win, get they get in. you know, uh, Raiders same thing pretty much maybe as well, but you know, it's really gonna be interesting week 18, but give Raiders credit, they came back, you know, they stayed around and they executed, uh, played a nice game overall, you know, lesser penalties, much better running game, and more production from their wide receivers, you know, so that was huge for them, um, and you know they definitely have given some, some of a chance where you know they have a home home game next week and they have a chance to possibly end their playoff drought. So who knows what will happen? Um, but definitely the Colts missed a golden opportunity to be in a better position uh, heading into week eighteen. But now it seems like they're going to have to find a way to win, um, and you know they had to have to kind of play their best I think next week to kind of clinch the playoff spot. You know, so that'll be interesting to watch out for. Patriots um, clinched their playoff spot with the 50-10 win over the Jaguars. Too easy for the Patriots after, obviously, a two-game losing skid. Mac Jones had a big day as well a running game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, three picks in this one. Just really couldn't do anything big time in this one. Obviously, look at the talent for the Jaguars. It's just not where it's supposed to be, and... Too easy for the Patriots, obviously. Um, but they got a win that they needed. And now the question is, where do they end up? You know, in terms of can they host a playoff game or can will they be on the road? Remains to be seen. Um, a lot does hang in the balance for them as well as they play at Miami next week. So, you know, the Patriots obviously are going to be a team to still watch out for in the postseason. Uh, their first-round matchup should be an interesting one. But Bill Belichick, obviously... After missing the postseason last year, gets back in, and uh, they are a team that obviously nobody really can sleep on, um, you know, coming into the postseason. So we'll see how well they do. But you know, you know, it is kind of interesting. They were smi- you know a couple of smiles from Jones and Belichick after that game, or just you know, yeah, beat the Jaguars. Great. Uh, I mean, obviously you had a winning season, and Jones definitely played well, but. Still got a lot of things to figure out, a lot of things to prove still, so we'll find out If they'll have an interesting playoff run, will be a short one Remains to be seen um, Heading into the final week uh, And into the postseason So the next game that I want to talk about and recap um, Was between the Philadelphia Eagles And the Washington football team and the Eagles were able to win 20 16 over Washington. The Eagles have moved closer now to a possible playoff spot. They're nine and seven. Washington started out well in this game. They did not finish as well in the second half. Uh, Boston Scott for the Eagles had a nice game, a couple of touchdowns. Um, you know, obviously Nick Sirianni was aggressive, a couple of fourth down play calls. You know, Washington obviously did not execute as well. They had a couple of miscues, you know, uh, turnover on downs. Heineke threw a pick late. You know, Washington obviously had some momentum the last few weeks or so, but they really just could not finish it as well. And, you know, obviously injuries and COVID definitely yes, played a role, but they just were just not good enough when they needed to be. Um, and it really showed in this one as the Eagles defense was able to, uh, get a, you know a couple of stops, and you know the Eagles all of a sudden now have a home game, uh, you know next week I guess the Cowboys, and that game is huge for the Eagles and their their season. So we'll see how they respond to that. But you know Hurst obviously did just enough. Obviously he's okay after that incident that happened. I think during the you know uh, fan area. So. You know, Hurts obviously has done enough. Surani's done enough. Now the question is, can they finish the deal at home against Dallas? Um, and that will be a really crucial game um, for the Eagles as they try to fend off you know the Saints um, and the Niners for for a playoff spot. So you know, we'll see how that turns out uh, for both teams. You know, but uh, a nice win for for Philadelphia and. They um, definitely, um, like I said, they've definitely surprised a lot this season, especially what I projected. So we'll see now if they can continue their winning streak against the Dallas team. Um, They definitely will have a lot uh, of things to prove in that game as well coming up. So before I continue ahead with my rest of the recap of Week 17 in the NFL uh, season, I want to make one correction. So the game between uh, the Eagles and the Cowboys coming up in Week 18, uh, who knows? It actually may not be a big game with the Eagles at all because uh, since Minnesota uh, slipped up yesterday and obviously got blown out by Green Bay, um, the Eagles are in. So the real question for the Eagles is how do they finish and what kind of match will they have on the road um, in their first playoff game in, in a couple of years now. I think it's been, you know, three maybe 3 4 seasons. So that should be an interesting question is how they perform on the road potentially um, but they will be playing against Dallas on Saturday night which should still be a big game for them because they do want to keep that momentum going. Um, heading into the postseason NFC playoff pitching. So, let's resume. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, got the 28 uh, to 24 win over the New York Jets. The Bucs rallied from a uh, two-touchdown deficit to win this game. Uh, Braxton Berrios for the Jets was really impressive had a lot of success in this one early on you know Zach Wilson was able to have some nice moments in this one the Jets just really couldn't finish this game off the way they hoped to uh, there was a key fourth down play that you know they could kind kick of kicked the field goal and the play call um, was either miscommunicated or not handled the right way uh, whatever it was you know they gave the Bucks the ball back and Brady did what he usually does with a lot of time and was able to find and you know score late in the game put the Jets away. Um, so you know a good showing from the Jets just weren't able to finish it off. As for the Bucks, you know they won but you know it was a, it, you know, it was also in the midst of a really bizarre situation with Tony Brown leaving mid-game. Uh, reportedly, he was. Not happy with the Bucks coaches, he felt like you know he was injured, didn't want to play. Um, Bruce Arians obviously um, you know made it clear that you know they did, they did their best to communicate, and you know Antonio Brown obviously the way that he did it and the way he left was really surprising, and um, you know you just wonder what kind of communication happened, what really broke down you know, did Antonio Brown really mishandle it in terms of hearing what he heard, and it just, it's tough because you look at the Bucs now, and you know, they obviously had, you know, he had a brave vouch for this guy, and here Antonio Brown just really, uh, you know, decided to do that, and who knows now if he'll even get a chance to play again this season, I'd be very surprised if he did, Um, but who knows, but, you know, uh, a win that came, but you know, in t- t- terms of you know the optics and stuff like that, Antonio Brown obviously had you know the ankle injury came back, that suspension, and you know now you just wonder is he going to be able to play again in the NFL or will this be a short-term thing? Remains to be seen. The Tennessee Titans um, clinched the AFC South title with the 34 to three win over the Miami Dolphins, putting an end to Miami's seven-game win streak. Uh, Tannehill had a nice game, couple of touchdowns. Deontay Foreman had a big running game. You know, conditions were a little bit colder there in Tennessee. Miami's offense really started out slow. Miami fell behind also in this game, which really took them out of their style that they had going in this win streak. Um, and Tennessee just played a complete game Mike Rabel definitely deserves a lot of credit for being able to keep this team afloat and his coaching has come through a lot you know, some situations you know, two of them had a little bit of a struggle of a day you know, had obviously a fumble with them when he kind of lost it off his hands while trying to pass you know, but uh, Miami just really got outpaced in this one and you know, it was kind of one of those games in which Miami just needed to be better slightly defensively in some areas but the offense could have picked it up a little bit better as well and they weren't able to do so effectively enough to the point where they could make it a game. You know, so Tennessee now moves on and Tennessee is in a great, great spot since the Chiefs lost. They have number one seed right now and Tennessee has to obviously now go to Houston next week and win and if they win they will be able to get into number one seed clinch though AFC home field advantage so that could be big because Derrick Henry's return might be looming for this team and they were able to get him back um with an extra week possibly you know he might be able to play that first playoff game and Tennessee definitely would need him um but their team that obviously I said you thought about the injuries that came up, and they found a way to still grind it out and win, and uh, this defense definitely had a nice showing on um, on Sunday against the Miami team that had obviously won through a number of games, but this was really one of the first stiff tests they had during that win streak, and Tennessee was able to get the victory um, out of this one. So, moving on to the next game, um, the L.A. Rams escaped with a 20-19 win of the Baltimore Ravens to improve the 12-4 and on this season. Uh, Ravens played a pretty good game all the way up to the closing minutes of the fourth quarter. Um, Matthew Stafford really had a sloppy game in this one with a pick-six, an interception, a fumble, I believe. But despite that, he found Odell back home for the late score in this one to win Cooper Cup. And you know, Sonny Michelle had nice outings as well. Ravens obviously were with Tyler Huntley played, and for the most part, Huntley did in a good position to win this game. You know, they obviously got points, and you know, the offense did move the ball a little bit here and there. Um, but, you know, they just weren't able to mount any kind, of, any kind of drive with, like, under 40 seconds to go in the game. And, you know, Baltimore obviously has such a tough run last month or so without Jackson and the injuries. But, more importantly, the close finishes have really hurt and haven't gone in the Ravens' direction. And they, you know, they definitely, you look like John Harbaugh, obviously... It's been tough for him, no doubt, but this game was about finishing. Their defense that has been, obviously, rapid injuries, this really didn't come with a big stop when needed. And give Odell Beckham credit. He's been able to find some success here with the Rams, and his success means a lot for the Rams head into the final week in postseason because because of offense, they need their wide receivers produced. But Stafford, no doubt, has to play better um, if he wants to get his first playoff win coming up in a couple of weeks, so we'll see if he can kind of bounce back and be better. Whether or not he plays or not next week remains to be seen, but Stafford's got to play much better because he put the uh, Ravens in a tough spot defensively. Uh, They were able to really hold the Ravens as much as they could, and it kind of came came, um, in a full circle, but tough one for Baltimore. They still have a chance to make it, but it's going to take a lot of help, obviously, to to, to get, get to that point, and gonna start with the with the Ravens winning next week and getting a couple of losses along the way uh, so we'll see if they can still find their way in the conversation but all but likely you know it seems like if things go as planned for the Colts um, they you know they might be on the you know, missing picture so we'll see we'll see how it works out but the Ravens definitely need a lot of help if they want to get in next week on Lamar Jackson you know, obviously he's a great quarterback, and he just, it does suck, you know, him with the injuries and not, not being able to play these few games here, and there. could have been a, made a huge difference, but, you know, that's what the NFL is, sometimes, you know, your depth is tested, and things happen, and the Ravens just weren't able to win some games that they had, opportunities to win games in. The LA Chargers got the 34-13 win over the Denver Broncos. Uh, a nice game for Harvard. Turnover free, two touchdowns, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, uh, Denver just really could not get any offense going in this game. Drew rushing attack was good for the Chargers, uh, and the Chargers, you know, they face a situation next week now where it's win and you're in, and if they lose, then they're also going home. So, you know, the Chargers obviously, mess, you know, missed their chance with that Houston game the previous week, and now they pretty much have to win this game to get in next week and that's gonna be a big one for this franchise and for our first-year head coach Brennison Justin Herbert to see how they perform in that type of game against Derek Carr and a Raiders team that has uh, surged quite a bit and is playing pretty strong football uh, the last few weeks. The Seattle Seahawks got the 51-29 win over the Detroit Lions Lions did not have uh, Jared Goff, I, I believe, in this game. Uh, Russell Wilson probably has his best game of the season, I mean, four touchdowns. Seattle played a complete game overall. I mean, it's probably the best they looked all season, you know, based on you know, Lions. Seen the off stage, has been injuries and just not playing that great right now. And, you know, Seattle. But they are this season, but. You know, they do finish out with, you know, potentially this being Russell Wilson's final home game. We don't know that for sure yet. But, um, you know, they got things going in the right direction in this game. And, you know, they were able to uh, put it away pretty easily and pretty comfortably in this one. You know, so that, that was that. The 49ers got the 23-7 to win over the Houston Texans. Uh, A nice bounce back for the 49ers, you know, in this one, they were really good in the running game with Elijah Mitchell, you know, Diablo Samuel obviously had his uh, touchdown in this one, you know, Houston just really wasn't able to generate a whole lot of offense in this game, um, and... You know, Houston obviously has a lot of work to figure out as well in terms of their roster and their spots. But the Niners with this win give themselves a great opportunity. Trey Lance played fairly well um, to give them a chance. And now they, you know, have a game next week at the Rams, which will decide their playoff hopes between the Niners and the Saints for the final playoff spot. And who knows? Kyle Shanahan definitely is going to have to make a decision about his quarterback against the Rams coming up this week so that will be something to watch out for. Saints got the 18 to 10 win of the Carolina Panthers um, a turnover free game uh, from the Saints office. Taysom Hill found Alvin Kamara for a touchdown in this one. The Saints defense had their way uh, with the Panthers' offensive line. I think seven sacks for the Saints defensively um, you know the Panthers just weren't able to convert a couple opportunities Sam Donald did what he could but it wasn't that great and the lack of production at the wide receiver spot it's really showing now and I don't know if it's a quarterback situation or it's the offense situation but they just cannot seem to get any of their wide receivers more than like 70 80 yards a game um, and that's really um, you know, telling about Matt Rule and this Panthers team definitely is going to have to make some changes too, but well, who knows what changes they, they will make because of, you know, what's going to be happening, you know, obviously with the quarterback situation and then, you know, the OC change, that's something that will have to be monitored and watched out for. The Arizona Cardinals got the 25-22 to 22 win over the Dallas Cowboys definitely surprised by this one I thought the Cowboys would probably win this game just because they've been looking a little bit better than Arizona but Arizona uh, showed something for the first time in weeks I gotta give them credit for that they went to Dallas got a big win here Um, you know strong running game overall for the you know, for the Cardinals, they had the lead. Also, I believe, you know, like I said, for the majority of the game, the Cardinals got ahead, and this is how the Cardinals have played all season long. You know, being able to get off to a strong lead and kind of work the clock and work their drives that way. And you know, Dallas started really slow, uh, got going in the second half a lot more. You know, Dak with three touchdowns, but you did have that one fumble. Uh, which led to the Cardinals getting a 25-14 to 14 lead in this one, you know, but Dallas just didn't play good from the start Plus they had a lot of penalties and You know they obviously were making the issue of that for the game and game comes for their refs not calling this or making this mistake and that and Mike McCarthy was t- as well, but Look, Dallas had a couple of penalties, the defense committed some you know, key errors, and I give Carl Murray credit, you know, he made some plays with his mobility, uh, you know, he finally did green, Christian Kirk for a couple of spots, Zach Ertz, um, so the Carlos did a much better job of closing out this game, the fake punt call was a good one by Cliff Kingsbury, you know, so, you know, it was an impressive effort, no doubt, uh, from Arizona, Considering how they had played looked during this during this streak, you know, they uh, definitely got back on the right track. Uh, they do still have a chance, I think, of, you know, the division at this point, possibly. Um, but Arizona is a team that, you know, uh, definitely with their offense and Kyler Murray, he played this game. It's a good chance that Dallas and Arizona might play each other again, depending on how, how the seeding falls. Um, But, you know, for Kingsbury, it definitely was a big win, and you just now wonder when DeAndre Hopkins will be able to come back and will he be available for that first playoff game in a couple of weeks. It's really the storyline for the Cardinals in this one. And, of course, the Packers last night beating the Vikings without Kirk Cousins. Um, Minnesota, obviously, disappointing into their season. You know, you wish they had their quarterback, but, you know, it is what it is at this point, and... Green Bay, they're obviously clinching on all cylinders, the number one seed in the NFC. The Packers definitely have uh, a lot to prove, obviously, considering what happened last year. and They have a number one seed, and if they play really great all the way through, they might be able to have a a better shot of making it this time to the Super Bowl. Uh, But we'll see. We'll see. The NFC playoff picture is... Really interesting with a lot of matchups you have to be determined, but you know, definitely the division winners will get a home playoff game, so that's on tap uh, for sure in this one. So, you know, quite a week of games, and it obviously ends tonight with Browns and Steelers, and you know, the Steelers still have a chance uh, to make something happen, so we'll see how they perform tonight. Uh, but what a week of football, and a lot of games uh, really uh, talk about a lot of these teams where with, with they're heading, and uh, we're going to see, you know, how things end up, but, you know, weekend is going to look really, really, promising with a lot of games, obviously flexed and scheduled out a certain way, so a lot of intrigue, a lot of storylines to watch as the week continues, uh, but we're getting to the end of the regular season and the start of some post you know, postseason action, which will be great to get into when we get to that point. So in tomorrow's episode, I'll just recap college football playoffs and talk about that a little bit and we'll hopefully touch on other topics as well, um, not only for the past weekend or even around the sports and what's to come um, in the coming weeks.